My own involvement with the issue of global warming did not begin on this, well, I, I certainly began on this lovely world, but my, my interest in global warming began in the study of a different world, Venus, our nearest planetary neighbor. It's been my great good fortune to have not only witnessed, but to have participated in the historic first preliminary reconnaissance of the solar system in which we live. Beginning in 1962, when the United States launched the first successful interplanetary vehicle, Mariner 2, we humans, mainly Americans and Soviets, have sent spacecraft to visit all the planets known to the ancients, to our ancestors, and many other worlds besides. We have examined many dozens of other worlds, a few of them in great detail having landed on their surfaces, and most flying by at great speed with instruments of enormous capability, taking the data as we speed past. An enormous amount of important and interesting information has been acquired. The perspective that we get about those other worlds illuminates a wide range of science. <clears throat> One of the issues that I've been most focused on, concerned about, is the issue of life elsewhere. And it's certainly a fair summary to say that in these dozens of worlds, while we have many cases of pre-biological organic matter, the stirrings and intimations of life, if you wish, nevertheless, there is nothing, not the least hint of anything alive on those other worlds. It's important to understand our world 
and I argue others as well. forgets that he left a 357 Magnum revolver in his bedside table drawer. Now that seems... Well, what, Nick? It's, it's inconsistent. What are you implying? I'm not implying anything. You're saying that I wanted to kill my husband. She's hysterical now. <laughs> Mrs. Erickson, I know what you've been through. Maybe we ought to continue this tomorrow when you feel better. Well, many of you have attended the sessions today. I was privileged to be able to listen to a few of the extraordinarily interesting papers presented. You know something of the evidence for greenhouse warming, the predicted consequences, the disasters for agriculture, the rise in sea level. I will say a little bit about the evidence later. But I want to ask you to think about the following general, very practical political issue. What happens when a group of scientists makes some prediction of impending disaster? Keep doing such and such, they say, and the following catastrophe will result. And changing that catastrophe, averting it, mitigating it, is going to be expensive. It might require changing the way we think, in which case it's politically expensive, or it might involve changing the way we do business, in which case it is fiscally expensive. One way or another, it's expensive. At what point do policymakers have to take this seriously? This is an issue that is extremely current today. And I'd like to uh, just spend uh, a few minutes on two examples from the rich cultural history of our species of policymakers and predictions of disaster. You're going to watch that. 
who knows where we'll go from there. All the different uh, lines come right here. You got uh, cable, security, whatnot. He knew which ones to cut. Tell it was his house. Whoa, whoa, wait, wait. I thought you said that she did it. Now you're telling me the husband planned the whole thing? You ever hear a supposition? What? Supposition, you know, suppose this, suppose that. Ask yourself one question. This girl is a walking wet dream. Why would anyone want to put him into something that sweet? You know, you're right. She's too pretty to be innocent. Let's fry her. Come on. You got my opinion. What's yours? Well, I think Mrs. Erickson is one hot-looking woman with a lot of money and a lot of time to spend it. Just my type. She's your type, all right. She just off her husband. Yeah, well, at least she's single. Last night that your husband's gun had only recently returned from the gun shop. When was that? A couple of weeks ago. I don't remember the exact date. I do have an invoice around here somewhere. No. It's not Mrs. I just need a name. of why I take greenhouse warming so seriously. Those of you who have attended the sessions this morning, this afternoon, have heard a much more detailed, expert summary of these reasons. First of all, there is no question that such a thing as a greenhouse effect exists. I talked about Venus. This benign planet looking exactly as it does here, but with no greenhouse effect, would be 20 degrees centigrade, that's what, 36 Fahrenheit, below the freezing point of water. With no greenhouse effect, this planet would be frozen solid 
The oceans would be three kilometers of ice. A little greenhouse effect is a good thing. We owe our lives to the greenhouse effect. No greenhouse effect, we would never have come into being. The principal greenhouse gases are water vapor and carbon dioxide. Now, there are some minor constituents, methane, oxides of nitrogen, and chlorofluorocarbons, which go by the brand name uh, freons. And they are an especially uh, interesting aspect of this because they are wholly man-made.
you sure you're going to be all right?
Life insurance policy. Douglas and Adrian and Erickson. interesting evidence from an Antarctic ice core taken by a Soviet team in which the past temperature history of the earth for tens of thousands of years and the past abundance of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere can both be measured. There are little bubbles of air that are trapped in the ice, laminated between successive snowfalls. And we find carbon dioxide is higher, the temperatures are higher. When the carbon dioxide is lower, the temperatures are lower. There is a virtually one-to-one -one correlation. Now, nobody pretends we understand everything about the global climate. There are feedbacks, some of which you warm the earth a little bit, and the tendency will be to further increase the temperature, so-called positive feedback and others in which you warm the earth a little and the situation is self-correcting like a thermostat and it cools the earth a little and there is a push and pull, a tug between these competing feedbacks doubtless we have not identified all of them the present consensus I believe is that the bad kind of feedback, the ones that make things worse the so-called positive feedbacks dominate I would think it would be an astonishing coincidence if the balance of all these feedbacks just exactly corrected the problem that we are that we are generating through human technology a kind of deus ex machina to go back to the greek to the greek analogy you know in the greek plays when the, uh, the playwright got himself into a 
plot pickle and couldn't figure out how to resolve it. Then there was an actor on wires representing a god who flew into the set and put everything right. It was called Deus Ex Machina, the god of the machine, from the machine. The machine being the device that plopped him down on the stage. It's asking a lot to believe that the problem is going to fix itself. If we look at the prognostications, the three-dimensional general circulation computer models, of which there are some six independent models working right now, mainly in the United States, one in UK, they all predict um, temperature increases of a few degrees centigrade um, between now and the middle of the next century. And uh, the difference between them is only a factor of two in temperature rise. None of the models predict that the Earth's climate's going to get cooler. None of them predict it's going to be tens or hundreds of degrees increase. The agreement, considering the state of our knowledge, is quite good. selling a round-trip ticket to San Francisco on the 10th of this month. I sell a lot of tickets, officer. If you could give me a number, I'll bring it up on the computer and maybe it'll ring a bell. 1D as in dog, 4971663. Oh, yeah. I remember this one. Paid in cash. Uh, you think you're going to identify him? Nope. Uh, no, I mean, you just said that you remember him. It wasn't a man. It was a woman. She, I can identify. Uh, excuse me. Hey, Nick. Post time. What's up? Case isn't closed. If you then look at the output of these computer models, which purport to give a uh, sense of how the temperatures change on a regional basis as you go through time, you begin to see some very worrisome things. Yes, there are some places that get cooler and some places they get warmer, but the overall trend is warmer. And by the middle of the 21st century, there's no winner. Every place has gotten warmer. And to give you an idea of how much warmer, you know, a few degrees centigrade global change doesn't sound like so much. Let me point out that a one degree temperature change in this case, decrease following a massive volcanic explosion is enough to produce widespread suffering and famine worldwide, as happened following the Tambora explosion, volcanic explosion in 1815, and other cases which are still more serious. Several degrees 
is a, a very major temperature increase. And some of these predictions make, prognosticate, that the American Midwest will be converted into something approaching scrub desert by the second half of the 21st century, and likewise the Soviet Ukraine and so on. But the American Midwest is the breadbasket of the world. If uh, the grain and cereal foodstuffs from those places are unavailable, there is, we are in serious trouble. In addition, through the volume expansion of seawater, the melting of glacial and polar ice, sea levels rise. And again, there's an uncertainty. Uh, average prediction for the middle of the next century is a meter, three feet, but it might be as little as one, and it might be as much as many meters. And then take a look at all the low-lying coastlines all around the world, and uh, ask what happens when the sea level rises. Okay, the Dutch, they're very good at building dikes and levees. They'll build more dikes and levees. Uh, that's not gonna destroy Holland. But take a look at Bangladesh, where one to three meter temperature rise will flood an area which is inhabited by tens of millions of people. Where are those guys gonna go? Environmental refugees. It's a new prospect.